Welcome to the High Plains Hideout. This is the Vitavu Gear Review. Welcome back, fam. Uh, welcome to the Vitavu Gear Review. Uh, I'm the madman behind the mic, par usual. My name's Justin. And if you're new to the show, hey, welcome aboard. I hope you enjoy the ride with us as we go ahead and talk about whatever gear I've decided to test out for this review. Sometimes it's backpacks, sometimes it's boots, pants, shirts, hats, glasses, whatever. Uh, rifle scopes, rifles, whatever's coming down the line. Be assured there is a lot coming down the line. Uh, this time we actually took an extra week off from doing an episode because I really wanted to sit down and get more feelings and thought about this next thing that we're reviewing before I went ahead and went blah to a microphone about it. I wouldn't say, you know, I'm particularly going to be mean or harsh. I just... I had the generation one of it and I wanted to verify and feel what I thought about it comparing gen two to gen one and see what real differences I felt between them. And there are some very important differences. I definitely like the updates and the different variants that happen now with the gen two. So before we jump into this, if you are new here or even if you've been a listener and you're not following the Twitter, which to be fair, most of the Twitter is actually coming off of the Instagram, so follow the Instagram or the Twitter. Uh, we even have the Facebook page if you want to do that. Uh, there is also the email if you want to contact that way. You can shoot us an email through there. Um, there's actually, I think you can actually notify through Anchor as well because we are using the Anchor service for our distributor. So you can bebop through that. You can also contact. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, you can do it on the Anchor page as well. Uh, if we ever get to a point where maybe I want to do a Patreon or something, we'll maybe get there, but that's way down the path. So what are we looking at? What are we talking about today? What's so different? What took that extra week? And what I'm thinking is, is I want to actually bust it out to about three weeks in between each one of these reviews for each item um, instead of just the two like I have done in the past. And it gives me a little bit more time to get my thoughts together about things and roll on with them. So we're going to be talking about a company that's out of Slovenia or Slovakia. No, Slovenia. I think it's Slovenia, right? Uh, it's one of the Slav countries. <laughs> and they're going to be like, dude, what are you even doing? What are you even doing here? Um, I've been following them for a while, and that's why I've said is I have the Gen 1 of these pants. Um, upgraded to the Gen 2 recently here in the past couple of months just to see if I enjoyed them as much as I do the Gen 1s. And so that way I could effectively come to you and say, hey, if you really, you know, dig this idea, then go ahead and jump on with Gen 2s. You still can get Gen 1s. They are floating around, whether from them themselves or from some of the other distributors that actually put out their gear. Um, there's one here in the States that's out of Utah called Anarchy Outdoors. Uh, I tend to go to them just mainly because it's in Utah and they can get the products to me a little bit quicker than UF Pro themselves can. And there's the hit. We're going over UF Pro. We're doing UF Pro today and we're actually going to be doing a lot more UF Pro probably down the line. Um, I do have the Striker XT Gen 2 Combat Top and the 
uh, boonie hat to go over as well, but we won't be doing those today. We're going to be going over pants today. That's right. In the essence of the Mystery Science Theater episode where they talked about pants and they did a great little song sketch about pants. We're talking pants. That's right. How many times can I say pants in a row? Ah. All right. So what pair of pants? Are we talking about their Striker XT combat pants? No, no, we're not. We're going to actually talk about the things that are named after one of my favorite World War II aircraft and considered by many to be the most lethal aircraft of World War II, the P-40 pants. That's right. Great pants, great name. I'm all for it. So more specifically, we're hitting the trail today on the all-terrain Gen 2 tactical pants. And I think when you come to tactical pants, it's a hard market to really say yay or nay to. I mean, you're going to find pants that are on the extreme end of expensive. And do not get me wrong, if you go looking at, you know, prices from London Bridge, UF Pro, 511, countries from, or stores from Finland that I'm sure I could never pronounce the name right, and if I did, I would butcher it. Even though I would love to do some reviews over their gear that I have bought from them. But their name is really freaking hard, and I recommend buying stuff from them, and I buy a lot from them anyway. I love the Finns. They're a great group of people. Finland, you rule. And I'm sure just everyone in Russia went, you bastard. <laughs> so, when we're to talk about UF Pro, and I've been following UF Pro for a long time. Like I said, I have the Gen 1s of the P40s, and I cannot say anything bad about the Gen 1s. Uh, they have gone everywhere I have possibly wanted to go, from the range to the mountain, through rivers, streams, creeks, over the rocks, through the woods, and past Grandma's house. And seeing as my grandmother only lives like two miles away, that's really not far. But <laughs> they have gone a long way, and they've got a lot of mileage behind them. And so I postponed a little bit trying to get some good mileage on these Gen 2s, okay? Now... I can't say I've done nearly as much because we're going into the winter months and hitting the mountains in the winter months, especially when you live where I live, is a weird little batch of, yeah, I can get there if 20 feet of snow haven't fallen and I can get through there. Or it could be, ah, well, the wind blew it all to Nebraska. We're fine. Um, right now we're in that state of the wind blew it all to Nebraska. We're fine. So I've been able to go out. Um, if you were, follow the Instagram, you saw I was posting pictures out at the range. I uh, did a little video out there, about 30 seconds, where you probably can't even barely hear me over the wind blowing. And that was a rather mild wind day. Um, and I was out there testing, uh, not my rifle. Well, the rifle I knew was perfectly fine. Um, but I was out there testing the Swamp Fox Tomahawk. And that will be a review coming down the pipe. Um, I've just got to go get some more range time behind it. I was going to do it this weekend, but I was just like, you know what? I got other things to do. So when we talk about UF Pro, and I think the biggest thing you need to think once you buy this, and if you get you decide to buy it after I've said or everything I've said, and you've gone to the website and you go, you know what? I'm going to buy it. What are you expecting to get in the box? Well, more often than not, you're going to get a package. If you buy from UF Pro, it's going to be DHL delivering it here in the States. And so, you know, the little yellow van will show up with the red DHL. And, if you, and the thing I like about DHL is, is you can sign ahead of time saying, just leave it at my door. You don't have to be there. They can, you can go, hey, go ahead and do this. And they'll be like, cool, we got you, homie. I don't know about FedEx doing that yet or UPS, the other one. 
the brown guys. <laughs> I don't pay attention to them. Um, and I certainly know that the Postal Service has a huge issue of actually doing their job. So, at least here in the States. <laughs> so, you'll get this DHL package, and it'll be the yellow, white, and red package. And usually when you get it, it's either, depending on what you've ordered, you're either going to get a box or you're going to get the bag. The bag that they just throw things in. And we all know that generic bag that you get with any clothing purchase. Um, if you get a box, you're like, ooh, what's in the box? And you're hoping for a sticker, but... With UF Pro, unfortunately, we don't get a sticker. I'm, I I seriously want a sticker, UF Pro. And if I go and I order my elbow pads from you, I want a sticker. Please just send me a sticker. <laughs> um, that is something I will we'll get into, the pads for the stuff that they sell. Um, but once you tear open that bag, you're going to find this little black mesh-looking bag. And it is kind of a mesh-looking bag. It's almost kind of like a pillow ceiling bag it folds over itself and you're going to see that bright logo that says uf pro on it and it's going to have their logo thing on it the little u with a plus sign in it and the arcing circle thing whatever it is and their catchy little slogan that is limits are a mindset you're going to see that and you're going to go wow i got a bag that i don't know what i'm going to do with but my pants came in it and you go Cool, my pants came in another bag, so I've now I've got a bag within a bag of pants. So if you do like I do, you're going to go, all right, sweet, and you're going to pull this bag open, and I've actually got the bag right here. You can hear me. I've got the bag. Okay, you'll pull the bag open, and you'll pull out your brand new P40 All-Terrain Gen 2 Tactical Pants. And if you're like me, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to start checking them out and you're going to start making sure all the zippers work because there are a lot of zippers on this thing. <laughs> you're going to start checking out the pockets, checking out the cool things that are with it that you saw on the video that is on YouTube and on the website. And you're going, all right, cool. And you're checking out things. And if you're like me, you went and grabbed your Gen 1s and you went and grabbed your knee pads that go in your Gen 1s and threw them into the Gen 2s to make sure that they still fit and that you can use them. Because it would suck to have to buy another set of knee pads. Now, knowing that everything fits, you went, awesome. What you do from there is, if you're like me, you ran, you first thing you did was throw them in the laundry and you went and grabbed whatever else was in your laundry, did a batch of laundry real quick, pulled them out, checked them out, made sure they were dry. Mm, good to go, excuse me. Burping up a little bit of tea here. And everyone's going to go, what tea? Yeah, whatever. I'm having tea. Leave me alone. And then you're going to start doing the afterwash check that if you spent any time in the military, at least in the United States, you start looking for what we always called Irish penance. I know in the newer days, because it's not culturally sensitive to call them Irish penance anymore. Uh, they call them gear adrift, at least from the guys that I've talked to that went to boot now. Um, at least for naval people, I don't know about, well, I don't know what the Air Force or the Army or anyone else call them. I just know what we always call them, which was an Irish pennant. And so you start scouring around for Irish pennants. I will state that there are two really, really weird Irish pennants in these pants. Um, I don't know if it's in the sewing process or whatever, but they are in the exact same spot in both sides and it's in the pockets and it's on the seam of the pocket and there's two strings that come off of it and the only thing i can think of is, is in the sewing process maybe that just is the excess and that's where they left it and if that's the case i 
think they could probably do a little bit better cleaning up that process. Um, whoever's making them, you know, just maybe clean up that process a little bit. Then you start scouring around for the pockets and looking for everything else. Now, the only thing I did not do with these pants um, is something that I normally do with any of my pants that I plan on you know, taking outdoors anywhere. Um, whether it's, you know, my combat pants or, or the tactical pants is I grab a bottle of Sawyer's. And for those of you who don't know what Sawyer's is, it's an anti-tick uh, bug spray that you put on clothing. And you take it, you go outside, spray it with down with Sawyer's because I unfortunately live in an area with ticks and everything else. And in the States, we have a new tick problem where there's this tick that makes you a vegetarian. And that absolutely scares the crap out of me. I couldn't stand eating tofu for the rest of my life. Once in a while with my hot and sour soup at a Chinese restaurant, a-okay, but not for the rest of my life. So <laughs> there's a bunch of people. What? Tofu's great. Yeah, every so often tofu's great. Don't get me wrong. But if I can't have my steak or my ribeye, we're going to lose it, man. All right. Just saying. Or a good burger every so often. Ugh. So I spray it down with Sawyer's and I do that just mainly because I'm looking to protect myself, especially out on the trail. Now, these pants have the best part of helping you out with keeping insects from getting on you, and that is they have a built in blousing system. Um, I know some of you have played with the combat pants forever go, well, yeah, we've always had it. You had those two stupid strings that you tied together. And yeah, yeah, I know. And I can tell you that we never used them. Uh, if you're old school like me, you still have blousing straps, uh, the little rub green rubber bands with hooks on them. Um, I know nowadays for blousing, um, the Air Force was teaching kids to shove their blouse or their pants into their boots like they were two year olds. And some branches were still selling, hey, use blousing straps, but they actually have these Velcro bands that go on the boots and you stuff into. And then there's, of course, the old school people like myself who still believe in using a real blousing strap, the green rubber band with silver hooks. Now, that's really cool to have the functionality that I can adjust. And if you go to their website, they'll tell you you can adjust the width of the bottom of the pants. It's a fancy and slow way of saying blousing strap. It really is. You're just using it like you would on your um, fleece jacket for the inside of your uh, parkas. Um, Somebody's going to be like, what do you mean your parkas? Uh, your Gore-Tex outer shell, uh, if you get it, you're usually issued with a fleece lining jacket that goes inside. And actually, you can wear as its own separate jacket. It has the patch spots so you can put your rank and your name tape on it. Or at least it did. I don't know if they're still doing that with the OCP stuff or Scorpion or whatever they want to call it this week. The multicam. Um, but you can adjust that just like you would the the bottom of that jacket and squeeze them in a little bit and blouse the bottom of your pants. The other key bonus here is, is that there's actually a little hook that's attached on a bungee system. And it actually has its own little retaining bungee hook that you click it to. Okay. And you take that. And you can pull it off its little retaining hook and go down to whatever height you want it at and attach it to your bootlaces. And that way, it doesn't move up off of your boots and it stays down there. No matter what you do, it'll stay there. At least it's supposed to in theory and for me in practice and theory, it has done just that. That is perfect. And when you're going up, down, over, jumping around, you know, up, down, turn around, do whatever, especially when you're out on the range, is perfect. 
So as we're going to move up, and I think we need to talk about the fact that there are like three different types of materials in these pants, right? Three different. I know how many different materials are on my combat pants or my old BDUs. One. And given that, you know, ripstop is a good material, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't cover a lot of bases like these do. Now, don't, there is ripstop in these pants. There are sections of ripstop. Yep, it's there. There's also sections of Kodura, which sounds like a Japanese kaiju monster when you think about it, really? Oh, Kodura's coming! Ah, run away! And now I just pissed off the entire Japanese group. So, <laughs> so you got that, okay? Then you got this, um, like, stretchy, weird material, and it kind of feels weird on your hands when you're, like, if you touch it. And that goes over, like, your butt pocket area and all the way up the back area. And it's the stretchy material that allows your movement in these pants. Allows you to flex and do all the high kicks and perform judo chop things, okay? It's your karate movement. I can run over hill and dale like I'm Rambo movement, okay? Far better than most of your blue jeans. Far better than any of the ripstop combat BDU service pants ever. It is perfect. And the next is, is next thing about this is, is when you're moving up, you, if you buy these, you're going to feel the change and see the change in the material. And personally, I always buy brown gray from UF Pro, uh, mainly because A, it doesn't look brown, B, it doesn't look gray. But in certain lights, it kind of shifts colors. But overall, when you look at it, you go, wow, it's green. It's really not, but it looks it. So... As you know, as you're moving up your leg and you shift materials, you're going to get to the knee pad area where your knee pads are going to ride. And there's two zippers, one on each leg. Of course, you know, the YKK Super Elite, I'm the best in the world zippers. And you zip open those things and you throw your knee pads in, which I'm going to tell you now when we talk about this. It's like 30 something bucks, 32 bucks extra to get the knee pads. Do yourself a solid if you're buying the pants already. And trust me, it's going to be over $200 with shipping to the States if you're buying them from UF Pro. Just spend the extra little bit of money, get the knee pads. I recommend the impact ones, not the memory foam ones, mainly because as someone who's rather hard and if you're running around on the range, sliding around and you're dropping to prone and doing whatever, the impact is far better saver on your knees than the memory foam, in my opinion, just saying. So do yourself that solid get that okay but the other neat thing is once you throw those zippers open you'll notice that there's a mesh behind it and it kind of looks like your swim trunk mesh swimming shorts if you will there's a mesh liner in there okay that mesh liner allows breathing so if you're in a hot environment you're running around the southwest deserts in the summer heat which i don't know why you would but some people do, and my response is, is you loony. I would wait till the winter months when it's, you know, 80. <laughs> um, you know, I've got friends in Vegas complaining that it's like 50 degrees and I'm sitting around here going, that's T-shirt weather. What are you complaining about? You know, it's 32 here. Be quiet, you, you know. But throw those knee pads in and then if it's a hot day and I recommend regardless of you if you have those knee pads in leave the zippers open that way the air vents gets in there and you go well what if dirt gets in there 
Sunshine dirt gets in there anyway. You're going to get if you're out playing in the woods, you're going to get dirty. Don't expect to be like, oh, I'm not going to get dirty. I can't get dirty. These pants are not for people who don't want to get dirty. OK, if you're a germaphobe and you're afraid of getting dirty, then you might want to go talk to 511. Um, <laughs> and there's another group of people. But 511's awesome. Yeah, yeah whatever, pal. OK. <laughs> um. So I would recommend running it with the vents open if you've got the knee pads in. That's me. Uh, my legs tend to run really hot anyway. Uh, my whole lower body runs really hot. Um, well, as a person, I run generally really hot. So even in winter conditions, like when I went to the range this last weekend when it was very cold out, you know, my finger was almost freezing to my metal trigger on my rifle cold. I still had the vents open that way air was getting in and I was still producing a lot of heat down there. OK, so next one you move up, you're going to move up to the pockets. And this is the craziest thing is, OK, the big cargo pocket area and on the Gen 1s, they're Velcro and you can even get a VF Pro Classic Gen 2 that still uses the Velcro for the pocket areas. OK, I personally don't like it, but at the same token, I find that it's a little bit better than the zippers because the zippers, when you're doing anything, especially if you're in an urban environment, you're hitting concrete or anything like that, they'll get scraped, they'll get beat up, they'll get smashed. The paint that's put on there to make them green or brown gray to blend in with the pants will get scraped off. And you'll end up where the position I'm at now, where most of my zippers are back to metallic and they're very pitted. Um, they still function 100% regardless, but they just kind of detract away from the aesthetics of the pants. Um, again, if you're looking for to stay pretty, though, don't get these pants. They're not meant for being pretty and they're meant for working. They're meant for doing on the range and out in the field, not for sitting in the office. If you're you know, a keyboard commando, then knock yourself out. And get those 5.11s and you can put 5.11 tactical patches all over yourself and be like, oh, I'm a 5.11. And that's cool. I'm going to take these and go to the field. So on this pocket, not only do you have a zipper that opens to the top on both sides. OK, you also will notice if you look at them, there's zippers that go vertically down. Those zippers that go vertically down go into the exact same pocket, but now you can hit them from the side. OK, and inside of there, there's even smaller pockets. There's two of them, I believe, on each side. OK, and the whole point of that is, is if you want, you can stuff magazines in there. You can stuff your phone in there. You can do whatever with them. The other interesting thing is, is there's actually called an, another pocket or a gear pocket. And if you order, order them, when you get them, you'll see these two flaps sticking out that are Velcroed in. And what you do with them is you take them and you bend them over and you stick them back in that pocket. OK, and what it is, is they're little retaining straps. So you can take your cell phone, your waterproof notebook, whatever, a magazine, whatever will fit in there and put it in there and fold that flap over and it'll hold it in your pocket. That's the theory behind it. In practice, I've done it with my cell phone. Muy bueno. Works great, long time, like it. The other thing is, is if you don't want them there, take the Velcro, pull the Velcro off on them, yank them out and stick them somewhere safe. Because inevitably within a couple of weeks, you're going to be like, now I really want to try it with those things and see what it is. And then you're going to wander around going, where did I put those? I hope I didn't throw them away. Just you can either do that or leave them in the pants. My recommendation, just leave them in the pants. If you don't want to use them, fold them over, forget about them. Don't worry about it, OK? Then there's going to be two little bitty pockets 
Oh, well, before we do that, there's two little bitty pockets you're going to notice on that first flap where you've got the vertical zippers. There's a little flap. There's two little bitty pockets that are vertical. You can stick a pin in there. You can stick a chem light in there. You can stick a tool in there. If you've got one of those um, combat pen things that people used to run around with part of your EDC, you can stick that in there. Okay. The fact that it'll fit a chem light should tell you about the size that you can get in there and get away with. They're really cool. You move further in, you're going to see two little slits. Okay. And these slit pockets are actually pretty deep. Um, you can put your knife and a flashlight in there, or you can leave them empty or you can put, I don't know what you'd want to put in there maybe a couple condoms, whatever you think you can get away with putting in there, knock yourself out. Um, personally, I ride my pocket knife or my knife and my light um, in there, and that's where that's fine. As you come up, you're going to get to the hand pockets. <laughs> I know, hand pockets. Um, usually where you stuff your keys, whatever else. There's also a smaller inside pocket that has a zipper on which is it it's the for me it's the left hand side it's a small little zipper and it can kind of gets in the way sometimes um and it's a smaller little pocket you can hide credit card or keys or change or whatever else it is that floats your boat in there okay the pockets are not super deep but they are deep enough to store your keys so if you have like a jeep or whatever like me when you can hide your keys in there. Um, it's good for hiding your ear protection in too. Um, again, I've been rocking that Safari Land Impulse Pro ear hearing protection that you can get on their site for 20 bucks. I recommend them at this point because I love them. Um, then you're going to get to your zipper. It's a two-sided zipper. It's kind of like if you've ever seen coveralls where you've got a zipper at the bottom you can pull up and zipper at the... And you go, why do you have that? And then you realize it's so you can go to the bathroom if you got to pee really quick. Otherwise, you're going to, you know, have to unzip the normal way. Um, that's what the premise is. I think it's a little short on the Gen 2s. Um, personal preference, I think it's a little short. Um, I'm probably not the only one out there. I think I saw a couple of reviews where the complaint was the zipper is really short. Um, so it's hard to zip up and actually, if you're a guy, use the bathroom. That's, again, shooters with shorter rifles need to step closer to the target. Um, <laughs> so then we're going to move up and they got the clasp. And so it's got the, you know, sliding clasp and a buckle. And if you roll to the inside and you're going to see like a little silicone thing that runs around the backside that is used to help keep your shirt tucked in. And it does work very, very well. Um if you tuck your shirt in, if you don't tuck your shirt in, then don't worry about it. The other thing to worry, think about is, is there's a little flap and you'll see one side of a zipper in there and you go, what the heck is that for? Well, they actually sell. You can get it. It's an insert that goes in the entire pants that acts like a thermal layer. Um, I don't remember the price tag on it. But you can get it actually. Hold on. Let me see if I can find where they talk about the price tag on it. You get it. You can add it. It's whatever you want to do. Um, I personally don't know if I feel the need for it. Yeah, the go-to pants during sub-zero temperatures. You can wear them year-round. They're, let's see, 89 euro. Why does it go back to euro? You silly thing. Um, 
Yeah, so 106 bucks. However, finding in your size might be a little hard, just saying. Um, mine are in stock right now, but again, 106 bucks. I personally don't need them. I, I'm sure if I spent a good chunk of time, maybe they'd come in handy. I'd have to go... If I was going to go, say, like winter camping, maybe it'd be a good idea for that. Again, I can't see a reason to have him. Because um, even on cold, cold days, with wind blowing like crazy, these pants still kept me pretty warm. Um, as long as you're moving around. Uh, and this is where they might, if I'm stuck sitting around and it's ambiently cold and I'm not doing anything, then maybe, yeah, they might be good for keeping me warm don't have them and maybe somewhere down the line that'll be tested so um <laughs> where we're riding at with this is then you come up and you got your belt loops right and belt loops for the most part i think my only complaint on these is that they have the one belt loop in the back um if you're like me your med pack on your duty belt rides right there in the middle of your back and so with where this one, you know, because it's got the two layers of belt loops so you can buckle or button in your um, duty belt to the pants. And it does actually help support. Um, I do like it. I do ride mine that way when I do wear a belt with it, um, when I've got my pistol and everything on. Um, it definitely leaves enough spot for my pistol. It definitely leaves enough spot for spare mags. But we run into where I ride my med pack. It forces me to kick it to one side or the other. And so I usually end up kicking it to my offhand um, or my left hand. I am a right-handed shooter. So it kick it off to that side. And it, it takes a little bit of getting used to. That's my only real complaint is I wish it was a dual and it was a little bit so I can slide my pack right where I like it, which is dead center of my back. Um, at personal preferences... Everyone's got their own. That's just where I like to ride mine. And if I sure if I ran like a dump pouch or something else, that's probably pretty close to where I'd want it too. And you know how it goes. So overall, here's what we can say about these pants. It's going to cost you. I'm not kidding you. When I said it costs about 200 bucks to get them to the States if you order them from UF Pro, I wasn't kidding because it's $16 shipping on top of 180 bucks and then of course I think they do the VAT taxes are included and everything else it's going to cost you a little bit so if you order one pair just one pair do yourself a favor order the knee pads with it okay you may think oh knee pads are stupid and I don't need them then you're going to go out and run around and do things and go sliding across gravel dirt and rocks and you're going to go home and we'll go man my knees hurt and then in the back of your head, you're going to hear my voice say, you should have bought the knee pads. And that voice would be right. Do yourself a favor and get those knee pads. They're a must. Um, the elbow pads, I don't know yet. I'm going to end up in the air. I'm going to run the uh, combat shirt without them for a few days out on the range. See what it's like. If I don't feel like I need the knee elbow pads, I probably won't ever get them. Or if I decide maybe to get another shirt, I may just get them anyway. Just for the sake of saying, hey, yeah, you know what? Maybe this ain't too bad. Maybe I've been doing it wrong for years. And that's the key ticket here is maybe I'm doing it wrong. 
But I'm the kind of guy where I can sit on a cement slab and shoot and not have an issue with my elbows touching the slab. Okay, that's just me. I may go, well, my elbow's a little rough the next day, but yeah, whatever. It doesn't affect me. Other people out there who have sensitive skin or, you know, are the kind of people where they have to have elbow pads and a helmet and knee pads and have everything exterior so they look combat cool. Yeah, sure. Maybe that's what they need. But at the same time, that's probably the guy that's got the Blackhawk elbow pads and knee pads and the special helmet with his unicorn sticker on the side that says, I ride the short bus. <laughs> okay. Do yourself a favor and think about, you know, what do I need as a person, especially when it comes to ordering these things? Um, I tend to look at things very differently than a lot of people when it comes to the price on things. Um, I know if you go on Facebook and you pull up a UF Pro ad, you're going to see people laughing about it going, why would I spend that much money on a pair of pants when I can go spend 50 bucks on a pair of 5.11s or 70 bucks or whatever it is for their 5.11s? I'm going to tell you, I have two pairs of 5.11s and they sit in my closet. And that's where they stay. I don't consider them worthy enough or good enough to go out on the range with. Um, I feel that their sizing sucks. And overall, their quality, while it is decent, I've found that more often than not, I'm more likely to tear their ripstop material constantly than I am to do anything else. I don't consider them very good on the range. Um, if you're a desk commando, you know, you're the com the keyboard commando dude, then yeah, 511 it up, homie. You don't need something that's going to handle out on the field, out hiking, on the trails, through the river and across the woods. You don't need it. But if you're the kind of person where you're out in the woods, you're bebopping across the woods, and you tear the living crap out of combat pants from True Spec or Proper or any of the other, you know, BDU pant makers out there, you're constantly tearing through that ripstop material, then you might want to stop and go, hold on, spending 25, 30 bucks for a pair of pants every couple of weeks is starting to suck. Maybe I should spend one chunk of change, get a pair of pants that's probably going to last me a good long while, good quality, and is going to allow me to bebop around, move, stretch, scream, shout, do whatever it is you want to do. That's where these pants are going to come in, okay? If you're a keyboard cat, knock yourself out and get the bottom of the barrel, man. Do that. That is great for you. But if you're a doer, a mover and shaker, the guy that actually goes to the range and tries different things, maneuvers around the range, you know, runs, does some stuff. If you want a karate kick in them, as the website says, they're like your pajamas, man. OK, and I'm going to tell you, these things are lightweight. They feel good. They breathe really well. I'm telling you, they're they're worth the money. If none of that sounds good to you, if having a pair of pants that's going to last is be durable and is awesome and moves with you sounds terrible to you, then go look at some of the other people, man. But if you're a guy that wants to go out and moves and shake and realize that UF Pro actually provides equipment to several special forces units and not just European, American as well. So if special forces units go to these guys for their equipment, what does that say to you? They're not going to 511, homie. They're going to this country. <laughs> this UFO Pro or Uniform Professionals, I think is the actual full name of the company. Okay. They're going to them and getting pants and combat tops 
and hats and everything else. They're getting their stuff from them. That ought to say something to you. Um, they're also one of the few companies that if you've ever looked into a concam or con camo, uh, confusion camo, it's out of Germany. It's actually a really cool pattern. There's two variants. There's the green and then there's the brown. Uh, UF Pro actually makes quite a few things in the U uh, concam green. Unfortunately, they don't do the brown, which I think is a bummer. I would probably buy brown before green. But again, I live in an area with a lot of brown, not so much green. Um, it's very important to think about that when you're choosing camouflages, I would feel. Um, they also do it in the everyone's favorite multicam. Um, they also do it in slow cam, which is the Slovenian, Slovenian cam. Uh, it looks like multicam, but is actually better. Um, it's more green. It's more fitting for a taiga forest, I would put it. There's, uh, they also do it in like cat. You can get them in khaki or uh, the brown green or the brown gray, which is what I do. Um, there's a navy blue, I believe, as well. Hold on, let me get back to the colors here. Yeah, kangaroo, um, coyote brown, brown gray, black, steel gray, navy blue. And that's just on these tactical variants. Uh, there's all the other pants. You can get whatever colors you're looking for. And you can go on their website and look exactly for whatever you're looking for. Oh, I want con camera. I want multi camera. I want slow camera. I want flectorn or I want this. Okay. They're going to, you know, you're probably going to find what you want for a camouflage pattern. Just saying. If you're like me and you like subdued colors because subdued helps blend anyway, then, hey, you're starting to pay attention to what Rogers Ranger said and good on you, sunshine. So would I tell you to go buy these every day? Let's put it this way. I have federal cop buddies who have literally looked at these things and said, where did you get those, man? I got them from UF Pro. And they went, Really? And then you talk to them, show them everything on the pants, and then they turn around and go, yeah, man, how's the sizing on them? Sizing's good. Every time I've gotten size, I've gotten exactly what I wanted. Okay. They turn around and they start ditching their 5.11s and come pick these up. Let that be a lesson to you. They're picking these over 5.11, and they're federal cops. Eh. If they're not good enough for it, yeah, no, whatever. Special Forces, federal cops, buddies. Hey, I'm telling you, they're good. Spend the money, man. If you think you're good with what you got, not keep doing it, man. But if you're looking for something to keep up with you and do a lot better, and UF Pro actually does a lot of stuff on their Facebook, on their YouTube, go check out their YouTube channel, man. I'm telling you, they got some cool stuff. If you want to like an insight into tracking, you know, close combat, medic stuff, helping the... Uh, World Rangers Association, which is the guys that help fight poachers in Africa and around the world. These are the folks you want to talk to, man. Okay. So that's my recommendation. Get it. If you don't want to, I understand. I'm not. And keep in mind, I'm not being paid by UF Pro. Everything I have from UF Pro, I have bought myself. Yes, they have gotten probably $700 of my money. They deserve it. OK, at least so far, once we do, we'll do it the next time. Uh, next time we talk about UF Pro, it will be the combat top and the boonie hat. Um, we'll probably I might have to Shanghai one of my friends to see if they'll come help and take pictures of stuff somewhere. So that's a thing. 
But that's down the road. We'll find out how that is. But I'm telling you, as far as the pants, if you're a keyboard cat, you're a cop, you're dude who's had on the range, you're a guy who wants to go hiking but have the ability to go tack to cool at a moment's notice, rock these things. As far as gray man or everyday use, I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> Remember, tactical pants stand out. People notice them. So if you're trying to do a gray man, stay away from them. Uh, they do have the ability, if you want to rock pants, I believe you can find uh, different styles of pants um, that'll blend in a little bit more. And that uh, would be like the Urban Tactical pants. But again, that's P40 Urban Tactical. So again, we're still rocking P40s. And they come in more urban style colors, the Coyote, the Brown, and the Navy Blue, I think. Um, so they'll help you blend in. And that's a lot more hiding out uh one of the things i did forget to mention there actually is like a little like keychain hook thing that's made out of this weird rubber that just bends twists or whatever they're great for throwing your keys on if you've got them on a beaner and no i don't mean a mexican i mean a carabiner for climbing or holding your keys you just take that throw it in there okay good stuff all around i would recommend you get these if you go on the website right now and i mean like right now um, at the time I'm recording this, it's, of course, Sunday, right after Thanksgiving here in the States. So Black Friday sales and cyber sales and all that. You can find the Gen 1 stuff for sale. Dirt cheap, as far as I'm concerned, dirt cheap. 86 bucks. but again, keep in mind their sizes and stuff that's going to be available or not available. Um, same thing goes, they have, they have shorts, too. If you're one of those guys that you wear shorts for some reason, they have those, too. Um, as far as the Striker X and the Striker HT combat pants, I can't tell you, I don't have them, but for the price you're going to pay for those kind of pants, I would assume they're going to be better than what I've got. And I'm rocking the $180 pair of pants. Okay. The $245 pair of pants, I'm sure does a lot more and has a lot more going for it than mine. So if you've hung out this far, man, well done. Congrats to you, because honestly, I can't believe I've been talking this long it's insane. So, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember to go ahead, leave a rating or review on the Apples, on the Spotify's, on wherever you're listening to this thing at, man, okay? Hit us a, you know, share us with your friends, your family, that go, that geardo get guy at work that wants to know more about gear, share it to him. Go check this guy out, listen to the podcast, see what you got to say. You know, leave reviews, writing, whatever. If you want to shoot me a message, if you want to tweet to me your beliefs and your thoughts on what's going on in these pair of pants, let's do it, homie, okay? Um, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Usually I'll respond pretty quickly, and usually eh, within a day. Uh, I don't check all the social medias constantly. I think that's a bad habit people have. So, if you need to get a hold of me, you can. If you want to donate for some reason, you can. That's on the Anchor page. Um, again, usually when I post the page for the web, um, the Twitter, well, on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, I usually post the anchor link for the episodes so you can do whatever you want there. Um, you can also contact me through anchor as well. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this show. I, this is a long episode. I, wow. Again, like I said, I wanted to take the time to get more thoughts on this and think about it and discuss the things and figure out exactly how I wanted to say things. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed the episode and we will see you next time out here on the VGR. So, you know, 
Be safe, be smart, and be ready, guys. We'll see you later.